season three. We're back again. All my skate videos. I'm Carl. Not much has changed since season two, but we're here to talk more about skate videos that maybe have been sitting at your parents' house for a bit uh, next to that N64 that has a little bit of dust on it, or maybe your GameCube controller that uh, is broken in the C-stick. I'm joined here with Brian in Chicago, fan favorite. What's cracking, Captain? How's it going, Carl? Just got back from the bar feeling toasty. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Is it a mask optional bar? Uh, oh, yeah. It's always mask optional at Carlito's Way, baby. Oh, great movie. Love Al Pacino. Um, yeah, I've, I've been going to a few places lately that have been mask optional. I went to Trader Joe's. That was mask optional. I also went to a donut shop. That was mask optional. I mean, even the sex shops around here are mask optional. They're not wearing any protection. It's funny. It's funny, right? Just looking. Uh, thanks for uh, joining us today to chat about the Black Label video, Label Kills. We'll come back to you shortly, Brian. Ian, you're here too. What's up, shithead? Not much. I'm here to talk some shit. Yeah, what, what kind of trash you want to get into? I just I want to talk about those fucking spotted lanternflies again. I saw so many today, and they're ugly, and I hate them. Okay. Are you going to talk about the ones that were on your peanut butter and jelly sandwich today? No, they were on my raspberry bush today. Okay, big boy. All right. They are every Calm day. down. Calm down. No need to get agitated about it. Sorry, I'm uh, feeling a little hostile right now. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we're also joined by newcomer Cody out in Pittsburgh. Tell us about yourself, Cody. <laughs> What's up? Just chilling in Pittsburgh, like you said. I don't know. What am I supposed to say here, Carl? <laughs> tell Please us a little bit. Yeah, tell us a little bit about um, your experience with Label Kills. I mean, you're the one that pushed for this. I don't even own a copy. Really? Um, yeah, this was like one of the first videos I got. Right within the first five videos I got as a kid, I was stoked. And then Christian Speedbox was from Cleveland, which was like the closest you could get to like a Pittsburgh pro. So I was like, ah, it's two hours away. I'll rep for him. So okay. yeah, I was into it. And were the first four videos or the other four of the five videos, Tony Hawk trick tips or the super no, secret skateboard uh, tour? Yeah, second and none was in there. Um, fuck, I forget what else. I'm like looking over at my shelf right now. Day one versus Rodney. No, I didn't see that till. I was like trying to download that one off like Kazaa or whatever. And I would only ever get like two clips in because we had dial up forever. So I had to oh, stick yeah. to the hard copies and I think I like missed the window to buy that one. I forget what some of my other ones are or were. I like got rid of so much shit. I don't have them anymore. It's all good. But yeah. I was still yeah. right after label kills came out. I didn't realize, but like, I didn't realize it just dropped and I watched the 411 and there was a preview for blackout. And I called the local skate shop. I was like, hey, I want to come down there. Do you guys have Blackout? They're like, what? No. Like, Label Kills just came out. I was like, oh, all right. And then I just, like, nervously hung up the phone. <laughs> That's great. That Is that so skate shop still around? No. Uh, it was Headboard Shop. That was, like, the shop when I was a kid. And then I worked in there a little bit in high school. And then uh, when I was in my 20s and moved to the city, I worked there again. But it's gone now. It's been gone for a while. Got it. Rest in peace. All right, Pete. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're able to come here and talk about Black Label Skateboards 
first full-length video, Label Kills, from the makings and happenings of John Lucero and Patrick Nagy. The video came out in the year 2001 at a whopping 48 minutes. Um, pretty long for a 2001 video. Uh, Brian and Ian, do you have any experience with the Black Label brand? The, uh, the first time I came across Black Label, I was skating with a couple of friends in high school. Would have been just a few years after I started skating and uh they were meeting up with us at the local spot and he was super excited my friend Craig he's now an amateur wrestler he came up like dude we met this kid he, he's in town he's from California and, and he's like he's gonna go pro man like we, we skated with him for a second before coming here and he, he, he showed us his board it was this brand new black label board and it just had a big sticker on it that said, dude, you're sponsored. <clears throat> and, and we believed him for a while. Uh, never skated a black label board myself. Was it the flame logo you weren't a fan of or the elephant logo you weren't a fan of or the long sleeves? I, honestly, I think the, the shop I would have been going to at the time just didn't have them. Okay, got it. Um, Ian, you had your thumbs down. You're not down with the label. No, I'm not not down. I just have no experience with them whatsoever. Okay. Do you identify more as a blackout person or a back in black person? I'm more of an after black person. Oh, okay. Yeah, an after black sounds pretty catchy. That's good. Yeah. Um, Cody, was black label around the skate shops when you were growing up? Did you have any of the boards? Did yeah. you have any of the hoodies? Mm, I don't know about the hoodies. So my second skateboard i ever had was a used skateboard i bought off rob breen and it was uh it was just some kid i'm not like you guys remember rob breen he was just some neighborhood kid and uh it was a black label and then i ended up buying i think maybe like one of the only new one new black labels i bought was a uh, christian speed talk pro model and i forget what was on it but i remember it was like fully dipped in green and it was like pretty early on and i was like dude I just thought like fully dipped was like a normal thing. Like to see like green around like the edges of your grip tape. I was like, okay, yeah, cool. But uh, yeah. And that's yeah, interesting that it's not coming pre-gripped with a green grip tape. It's a fully dipped deck, probably a hot yeah. commodity back in the day. Good. Labor of love, man. Yeah. Okay. Well, again, we're all here to chat about label kills featuring the likes of Adam Alfaro, Ben Gilly, Jason, the kid Adams, Jeff Grosso, rest in peace, Jim Gagne, John Lucero that didn't have the part um, I was hoping for in the YouTube version that I watched, but that part rips. Um, I don't know if we'll actually talk about it, but that part's great. Christian Svitak, as mentioned, Matt Hensley, Mike Vallely, 316, um, a vert person, Omar Hassan, Pat Smith, Patrick Melcher, Ricky Espinoza, Salman Naga, Wade Spire, and Wes Lott. Stocked team. All right, so I personally don't own a copy of the video. Cody, you put this video on to me mm -hmm. and said that we should talk about it. So, uh, Dude, it's the era, man, of all the stuff you're doing. Yeah, so let me ask, Cody, if you did not have a copy and you wanted this for nostalgia reasons... How much would you pay nowadays in 2021 June for label kills? For a VHS? 
Yes. 26 bucks. But I already got one. So you guys want to go okay. one? Okay. 26 bucks. Brian, how much would you pay for label kills on VHS? Uh, if you can include a VCR with it, I'll go 50. Oh, 50 model. Okay. Including the VCR. I like that. Ian, how much would you pay for label kills having watched it? Hopefully. I did this time. Yeah. Uh, I'll say $20. Okay. Interesting. So I heard a mix of 50, 26, and uh, then some, whatever Ian said. Um, you could have picked up a copy of label kills on VHS for a whopping $39.99. If you went to our official sponsor of the podcast, thesecrettape.com. Uh, so the video opens with Black Sabbath Paranoid which is the song that was also used in Dave Mira's BMX Freestyle 2. Big fan of that Woodward level there. Um, well, yeah, I'll actually play a little bit of the song. Um, I like the song. Don't really care for the intro, though. It's too red, too black. I can't really see any of the tricks that are going on. I also have a little bit of a problem with how they do this three, two, one countdown before the video is like actually starting. And then it just shows label kills and we zoom in on it with some static. Um, did you guys catch any feelings for the intro? Did you like it, not like it? What did we think about the label kills intro? No feelings whatsoever. Nostalgia for Dave Mirror BMX, that's about it. Low-key, one of the best non-skating skating games, right? Hands down. Shout out. Rest in peace, Dave Mira. Um, Dave Mira's dead? Dave Mira has yeah, he... been gone for a little bit, my friend. Jesus. Read a book, Ian. Yeah, this intro didn't do much for me. I mean, you get the last names of people. I thought it was in alphabetical order and then I thought it was in the order of the parts, but now I don't even know. Brian, tell us a little bit about Jason Adams part. Jason Adams with the uh, iconic part. One of the only ones that I personally had seen from this video before viewing it in full. Um, shouting out the, uh, the previous mention of the chief uh jason adams did it right don't know why he even bothered but uh comes through with classic trick selection as a solid feeble on an outledge always a fan of that uh back feeble back 180 on an outrail uh in a skate park i'll i'll uh, I'll, I'll give it a pass yeah only because it's jason adams it's a uh, Jersey barrier with a backboard slide pop over into the barrier. Super, super hot right now. Uh, yeah, I love sure. that line. Oh, yeah. On a pointed board, too. His nose is pointed. Yeah. Was this, was this before uh, Six Gun was a thing? I think so. Okay. I thought so, too. Um, definitely see the inspiration for that. Uh, thought it was laughable that a uh, a seven stair firecracker gets a slow-mo second angle love that slow-mo firecracker <laughs> definitely a sign of the times uh gets gets a little jason adams tech with uh 
Manny Wally 180, and then the Manny No Comply 180. I want to open this up. All wonky. Yeah, yeah. Did everyone in your guys' group like try to manual like that for a little while? I think so. I'm like, oh, so you do it. All right. This is the only, it was probably also the only like manual clip I had seen because I was just watching so many like Huff videos too. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It does make sense with how he takes the turn and then eventually puts his foot up a little higher. And for it being that pointed and already high up on the nose, I think it makes sense with how he did it. Um, it's definitely an eye opener though. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, he's got a uh, couple clips on a brick street hip. That looks so fun. Uh, does a what I assume is a, a steep drop in, but they filmed it straight on, so you really can't tell. And then uh, he closes the part out with a board slide that is forever burned into my brain. Yeah, I can't believe there's only ever one angle of that board slide too. Like if someone was like going to board slide that now, they would be like, all right, we need like this many filmers, this many photographers, we need someone to hit it with their cell phone for B-roll. Like that was such a gnarly trick. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Super solid intro part. Maybe one of the better intro parts of all time. It definitely sets the tone for a, a video that's very different. I think the editing of this part is awesome. This song's definitely uh, one of the better ones in the video, maybe just as a guilty pleasure, but I think the way this part's edited and how the tricks are done and the momentum of the part picking up, I think is great. And then concluding with the board slides, wonderful. I uh, kind of got inspired to bleach my hair after watching this. So now that I'm approaching summer, the thought's still, uh, still there. I uh, made a note that I was into the variety of tilt mode spots. There was a grab at the bro bowl before it got revamped into a skate park. So that's in there too pretty early on. Uh, <laughs> the slow-mo firecracker we could go on about, but whatever. Uh, Wally board slide on that one hub is also done in Bag of Suck Friends section from Mark Whiteley, I believe. I think Mark might go to regular, and I think Kid goes to Fakey. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's the other way around. Yeah. What did you guys think about the double kick flip in the ditch? I Good wasn't use. a fan of yeah. the... <laughs> I wasn't a fan of landing in the sticks and jumping off his board. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was always burnt in my memory. I was like, because I'm not a fan of that trick, but I was like, oh, that double flip actually looked pretty good. And then he like doesn't make it all the way down. I was like, oh. Yeah, to, to his credit, though, I like how there's a lot of B-roll for that spot. He throws his board over the fence and it looks barbed and he hops the fence. He does two tricks going down the bank. And then I think to his credit, him going up the bank. And even though he hits the twigs, um, we're not a fan of it. But I think going up that opposite way double flipping and coming down the opposite way. I'm going to give him a pass on that because he went uphill for it, it looks like, if you want to get technical about it. Oh, we do. Uh, we also noticed that he has a black label tattoo. Do you think that he got an enjoy one? <laughs> no. Or 
if he did, would he put the panda below the flame so it looks like the flame's on fire or the panda's on fire? Terrible image. <laughs> Is that worse than if he put the panda on top so it looks like he's cooking a panda? Right. Yeah. Which came first, the panda or the flame? <laughs> or the elephant? Part of me wishes that they made uh, the flame and the elephant animated, similar to how in the toy machine videos, you know that there's going to be a little cartoon of Turtle Boy and those other jabrones. <laughs> but uh, I also don't think it would be very on brand for Black Label to do it. Any other notes on Jason Adams' part? Slappy line was sick, as we talked about earlier. And then that slappy... What was the other slappy trick he did on the same curb? Like 5-0 to switch crook or something, right? Yeah. I was just stoked on, like, as a kid, like, all the kind of diversity and the different terrains and stuff he skates. And he skates kind of fast. I don't know. It was just cool to see, like, there's some hucking. And then, like, I remember seeing, actually, when I was a kid, I saw the curb lines, like, the slappy lines. And I was like so underwhelmed. And then like years later, I was like, oh, no, wait, this was cool. I think that might be my pick for what's aged the best from this video, but we'll hold on to those awards until the end. Um, Ian, do you want to tell us a little bit about this montage with? Oh, wait, I had a couple Jason Adams notes. Oh, yeah, no, go ahead. All right. Uh, I, I like that you brought up the underwhelmingness, if that's a word, of the slappies. Because I feel kind of the same way, like seeing slappies when I first started skating, I just thought it was lazy. We're like, oh, these guys suck. They can't even like ollie onto the curb. And then as I got older and like continued to suck at ollieing into everything, like I still hate ollieing onto even like the smallest of boxes that I really got an appreciation for, for slappies. And they're, they're so much more, I mean, they're not a super hard trick, but they are a lot more difficult than they look like on film. So yeah, they yeah. definitely, yeah, uh, they aged well. And I don't know if you guys have ever tried to manual into a Wally, but that honestly was like one of the tricks in Jake, like that stuck out to me more than a lot of other things in his part, just because I can't like process the physics involved in that. I know it's just like a manual and then run into something and like let your board bounce off of it. But, like I can Wally okay. I can't imagine manualing and then Wallying though. So that, that trick really stuck out to me. That's all. All right. Well, while we have you on the horn, Ian, tell us a little bit about Patrick Melcher, Westlot, and Tricky Ricky Espinosa's montage. Awkward placement for a montage as the second part, but whatever. Yeah. Tell yeah. Us it, more was, it was kind of an awkwardly edited montage, too, because like you see the first, you see Patrick Melcher's name and Westlot's name in the first, like, I don't know, 30 seconds or a minute. And then Ricky Espinosa just kind of like, like I saw those, I, I saw Patrick Melcher. I was like, okay, this is Patrick Melcher's part. And full disclaimer, this is my first time seeing this video like an hour ago. So it's all new to me. But like you see Patrick Melcher, like, okay, this is Patrick Melcher's part. Then some other dude shows up 30 seconds later. You're like, okay, I guess it's a split part. And then when I finally got uh, acclimated to the idea that it was a split part, bam, they just throw in Ricky Espinosa out of nowhere. But aside from the awkward editing, uh, it was a good montage. I'm a big Ricky Espinosa fan as a, a long time tilt mode worshiper. Uh, I feel like he makes me want to wear half cabs more than a lot of other skaters, which is weird. Cause he's not like 
an A-list pro or anything, but I've always really loved his style, and uh, particularly while he's skating in half cabs. Uh, I love Ricky's 5-0 fall down the Stanford hubba. That's probably my favorite trick in the part. He just goes right to flat, and it looks like it didn't feel good. Speaking of favorite tricks, I'm actually uh, watching this up in a window, and Patrick Melcher does an interesting trick where he's running on a bench he hops to another bench and then hops to his board which is grinding on a third bench ollies again and grinds a fourth bench did you guys catch this um parkour-esque stunt of patrick melcher i think it would have stuck out more It would have stuck out more if I didn't see Patrick Melcher's name before it happened. Like, if that happened in anyone else's part, I'd be a little like, what the fuck was that? But, I mean, it's Patrick Melcher. What what do you expect? I was going to say, whenever I rewatched this part, I was, like, a little more into his, the like, the Melcher footage than I thought I was going to be. I'm like, oh, this is, like, you know, it's not a bunch of, like, goofball tricks and stuff like that. But then there's like the hippie jump down the steps over the chain, which is actually like pretty gnarly. But then like when I saw that like run, jump, run, jump, run, jump to grind, I was all like, ooh, yeah. I Like it was just so foretelling of like all the goofball tricks you got into as time went on. But yeah, I don't know. I think this, I mean, there's like a decent amount of like different terrain spots, which I always enjoy. So I was... A lot of the part, I was like pleasantly surprised to rewatch. And yeah, um, Ricky, how do you say his last name? Espinoza. How do you say it? Awesome. Got it. So sick to watch. And yeah, that's definitely share. I did appreciate when I was a kid because there was like such little bit of him in there. I like didn't realize who he was really. Yeah, I just think this montage uh, could have been edited a little bit better and was put in at an awkward spot where you're used to like thinking all right who has the next part and now you're telling me that there's the second part that has three of these dudes in it yeah it seems like someone just didn't have enough footage they're like well i guess we'll put the flow kit in there you know and and i have to watch it on youtube so i still don't really know who some of the tricks are done by unless it was in a (laughs) tilt mode video before forget it yeah but i'm gonna share my screen and show you whenever i hear or think of patrick melcher this guy comes to mind (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i uh i'm sharing yeah this the character is patty o'brien from austin powers played by paul dylan um that's the guy who comes to mind whenever i think of patrick melcher so what did you guys think about patrick melcher's 50 50 nolly 180 out who that was wild oh my god <laughs> Dude, <laughs> had to make a note about that. So, Almost as cool as how he skates. Uh, like, dude, I don't even know where this is. It looks like he's skating a mall, and he's skating some type of sandwich making station. He front boards it off of this kicker, and then they have a pyramid type of setup, and he uh front feebles it to flat did you guys catch this at all what this is yeah i don't know i'm even skimming through the part again right now oh i'll share again okay dude there's some that was an indoor random, skate park. 
random clips in here no oh yeah i don't think it is like what is this yeah that is like a sandwich maker like they got all the deli meat in that thing yeah (laughs) you're like yeah we ran out of material at the tf so um subway spills we just grabbed this thing yo ragdoll (laughs) just quit his job as subway and he took the station with them (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna go set it up at the abandoned mall and skate it yeah. And put a cone around it so nobody trips over it. <laughs> yeah, we don't want someone to walk place. into that. <laughs> oh, wow, that's man. wild. Sandwiches when wet. Dude, there are low-key some interesting ones in here. And this is probably one of the first skate-stopped spots that I saw skating on, this rail that he board slides and then feebles. Yeah. I like how he kind of like rides it out onto the curb. Like, as, like, he's supposed to drop off the curb, he just, like, goes to the left and just, like, rides on, like, the thin-ass curb. I was like, Damn. yeah. But as you see in a lot of stuff in this video, it gets cut. Like, there's a lot of fast cuts. And re-watching this as an adult, I'm all like, was that a make? Like, what really happened two seconds later? But there's just so many fast cuts or, like, little funky edit tricks or whatever that, like, kind of take your attention off. Yeah. Um, there's there's a name for that. It's the uh, the Jose Rojo syndrome. <laughs> the syndrome, like it's a sickness. Yeah, it's spelled S I S I N drome. Yeah. I can't believe you guys like that Jason Adams song. I fucking hate that song. <laughs> I have a soft spot for it because it was in The Water Boy, which was one of the first PG thirteen movies I watched. Same, actually, but that doesn't make me like the song. <laughs> Nah, that song's a guilty pleasure for sure. Fuck that, no. I I only like that song because of this part, and a little bit because I fucking love Futurama. They play it out in there? How do they play that song in? Well, the, the devil, the robot devil is a character, and they have an episode where the, the song is not subtly referenced. <laughs> Can we move to Mike V's part, please, since I have this uh, paused and I just can't get over how funny it is with him leaping over this. Uh... Let's do it. Dude, that yeah. is such a fever dream. Let's... Oh my God. <laughs> let's, let's get into the highbrow conceptual art that is Mike V's part. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Cody, this is your uh, time to shine. Uh, you brought up this, this video. Now you got to yeah. talk about Mike V316's part. So yeah, I this wouldn't happen. Um, this was definitely one I like fast forwarded through as a kid. I like watched it a couple times and then I was like, this dude's just pushing weird. And then like, then you kind of like hear about like, like the backstory on Mike V. I'm like, okay, this is like a respected skater. Like I, I must've missed something. And then like, even as a kid, I watch it again. I'm like, nah, it still sucked. And then last night I finally rewatched it. I was all like, yeah i don't know it looks like it was all filmed in a day and there's just nothing here for me two songs two songs and nothing for me man yeah does kiss suck yes <laughs> yeah i think so okay. okay i mean to their credit they did get a lot of footage out of him just carving in this full pipe well it's slow-mo got yeah, and even got and it's black and white, and there's even the McTwist into light. Yeah, you know. 
That was so sick. I love that. He just yeah. ascended straight up to heaven with that. Yeah. And they didn't even think of using another angle, which I can no. respect. No, it was fine the way it was. Just keep it. Uh, some noteworthy graffiti in this pit or this this kind of reminds me of in uh dark knight rises when batman's in the bottom of that pit that he has to climb out of <laughs> this uh, full pipe reminds me of that but one of the graffiti pieces says stoner's rule i think another one says badland kids and uh let's see if there are any other ones we can make out nope it's graffiti can't make out most of it so there we go um Anything from the pushing part, Cody? Did you count how many pushes were there? Do you no, find the Lely? I wanted the, the to. But I nose manual down the street, too. <laughs> oh, dude, that's all time. <laughs> there are a lot of uh, interesting talking points in this part. I'm surprised Bronze hasn't ripped off this Vallely 316, though. I feel as if they're just waiting for someone to ollie a death-defying pit like this and then put bronze 316 after it <laughs> seems like uh, an opportunity that's on the horizon there are definitely a lot of jokes or memes that could come out of this part that I haven't yet sure um, I, you know how like the, the the running slap joke is you'd ra rather watch gino push or you'd rather mm -hmm. watch gino yeah. buy groceries i, I kind of want to start posting like a gif of 20 seconds of mike v pushing so i'd rather <laughs> watch that <laughs> oh man you can do a bunch of memes with this when she says that she has netflix and chill on deck <laughs> you just running away. when the when the bar says that it's mask optional <laughs> yeah one of the one of the skate meme instagrams really has to get on this and do like a week's worth of memes because they're really missing the opportunity when the blank when the bank closes at five and you have to cash your check before then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he actually pushes three hundred and sixteen times. That's why they use that. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, I yeah. thought it was a Bible reference, but yeah, that makes a lot more sense. A Bible reference? No, Bible wasn't around in this video. Bible still had hair back then. Yeah, cornrows probably at this point. God, I'm so glad I've never had a friend in my group that's wanted to do these Mortal Kombat moves that he does in the street, picking up the board and <laughs> somersaulting over it. No, you're missing out. Having that friend on the session is the best. I mean, a part of me would kind of like it for the comedic factor if someone just threw it out, but would you really want to roll with the dude that's ollieing up to stuff and bonelessing off of it? 360'd? And nose manualing down the street. Yeah. With no cut, like you don't see where he starts or ends with the nose manual. Yeah. Just like cuts and he's nose manualing and then it cuts and he's like, he was still nose manualing. I'm like, he could still, he could still be going. All I know. He's still maybe, nose manualing yeah. to this day. Maybe yeah. that's where Kenny Anderson got the inspiration yeah. for his intro in One Step Beyond. Probably. <laughs> Is there like a, I guess, do you guys have a favorite Mike V part or is there like a, is there a quintessential Mike V part? Cause if there is, I don't think I've seen it. I still don't really get why 
maybe this is controversial, but I don't get why Mike V's like the legend that he is. And I, I like he's obviously way before my time, but like I don't know which Mike V part to watch to be like, oh, that's why. That's why you know everybody loves him. I mean, he's the godfather of pushing. You gotta look up. You gotta look up Mike V versus Three Ox. O C K S. I think that's the one. Someone uh, today at the skate shop. No, I remember who it was. It was uh, Anthony. Shout out Anthony. He listens to the pod. He gave me some suggestions for videos we should review. And he was saying that uh, Elementality 1 and 2 are his guilty pleasures. And I know that in there, there are some like... I didn't know there was two. Yeah. I wonder how much money might be made off of the that Element board, Have a Nice Day. You remember that board? Was that his pro model? If not his, Bam's, I think. So there is no Mike V part, though? Maybe it was Bam. I don't know. Was it... Was it uh public domain like just one of the the bones brigade videos i made the note half joke half not a joke that this was 2001's graveyard scene that's like the most iconic mike v thing i know of offhand okay again well before any of us started skating so mike v I do see quite a few people with um, like the apparel and the boards though. So it's good for him. And he rode the element train for a little bit. So guy's got to be a millionaire. Well, it's got to cost a good amount of money to start that many companies. I mean, we're talking Mike V here, not Christian Svitak. So I wouldn't say that he started (laughs) that many companies. Or Markovich, who do you think's got the most? Oh, oh sorry, yeah, 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 Markovich, the other, oh, you meant? <laughs> the other Chris dude. <laughs> sorry, got Christian Svitak on my mind ever since we talked about that fully dipped green deck. I met Mike V once in uh, New York City, and uh, he's 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 got a really friendly smile in person. I would never expect that from him. He, he seemed like like a like a mall Santa Claus. That's terrific. Yeah, that's, that's good to hear. Um, what he he toured through like Pittsburgh a while ago and hit up one of the shops in Bellevue, the shop Plank Eye, which is right next to the Bellevue skate park. And um, like the dude that owns the shop is like a little older than me, so he was like stoked to meet Mike B. And then he said they just like walked over to the park and like, I don't think like not even half the kids there knew who Mike B was. And he just kind of like stopped in, like shook some hands and kept it moving. But I was like, damn, this dude's still on the road, grinding, hell yeah. So I don't know, he does like as intimidating as he seems like in front of the camera. I've, that sounds, he's got that Santa Claus smile. I can see that. <laughs> And I hope the inside joke on the pod, Santa Claus smile, keeps going. Yeah, like that, I was like, that sounded pretty good. It's a, it's a new term. Oh, Santa right. Claus smile. That's great. That would like be motion yeah. action. Um, vert button? Yes? Yeah, let's hit the vert button right in the jobs hit, part. Hit okay. that fucking vert button, baby. <laughs> uh, 
what did I say about Jub? I think that this was the second street drop-in of the video after Jason Adams. Um, early grab the double, and then the other tricks he does on that double set are great. I like the continuation of it, and they even switch the angle because he does some tricks that just would look better in the other way. So uh, good choice there. Uh, and the straight write-off drop. Um, Brian, and this will go to everybody, Brian, Ian, and Cody, do we have any experience with straight write-off drops in our skate careers? Sure, yeah. I feel like everybody has to at some point. I mean, what I, what I was more curious, what do you guys call that? Bomb drop, acid drop? Jump drop. Yeah. I think bomb drops and acid drops are like where you like hold them and jump onto them. I, I, I don't know. I think this is just the ride off. Yeah, the I was just called it like roll call. We didn't bless it with a real trick name because it's not a real trick. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my one, my best friend growing up who used to do the pop your board into your hand, flip it around, jump back on. Uh, when we were first like really getting serious about skating, we would have like little competitions with each other who could ride off the tallest thing. I'm yeah. going to dedicate this little uh, sound drop to Jib. When the pimp's in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Good. There we go. Yes. All right. It was said. Um, anything else on Jub's part? Yeah, definitely got a, a couple notes. Um, we're five parts and more than 15 minutes into the video where we got the first switch trick. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, was it the double set? Yeah, yeah, the switch alley and 180 down the double set. What's that, the switch right off? I, well, yeah. I mean, I, depending on who you was, ask, the 5-0 switch crook from, or the slappy switch crook from Jason Adams could be switch, so. Uh, We'll call this the first switch trick, though, because it's stepping to it switch. Yeah, Maybe yeah, we're for, wrong. I don't know. Did we take note of the vert part that we're skipping? What vert part? Oh, yeah, you're right. Didn't happen. Um, okay, Brian, I'll give you that. Go on. <laughs> Tell us more. Uh, he's got the no slide big spin out at the Brick Seattle Outledge. Big fan of that one. Like that spot, like that trick. Uh, he... He skates what seems like a surplus of upturned dumpsters in this part. Was there a, a phase where restaurants were just upturning their dumpsters out back to prevent, I don't know, raccoons maybe? To prevent this tragedy of raccoons. <laughs> and uh, he does, he does a, a really skinny ollie up, ollie down a three block in Phoenix at the library there. Uh, looks great on film uh, that's another one of those like oh i've been to that spot and it's gnarly and i've been to that spot and it's fucking gnarly yeah i was always like i remember when i saw that as a kid i was all like oh my god there's like three ollies in one right here i don't know yeah. i thought it was sick i was i was very easily pleased i guess yeah it's a sick trick yeah I like how uh, this video is not afraid to slow-mo tricks. Maybe it's just the time, but they do a 
pretty good job of killing time, showing B-roll, alternative angles in slow-mo, and I commend the video for that. I think a reason for me why I liked Black Label so much as a kid is like all that B-roll and stuff that they did put in. It made me feel like, I don't know, this sounds corny as hell, but it's like, yeah, I like, it's just, it shows you more personality of all the skaters instead of just like hammer, 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 hammer. I don't know. I was all like, yeah, he's cool, dude. He's standing there with his hat on backwards. I want to be like that guy. And that's it. That was it's yeah. a little. I mean, yeah, it's the same kind of feeling. I don't know. I listened to a podcast recently, shout out fancy lad podcast. And they talk about how the misled youth cover of just them walking down that street is cool. And like mm -hmm. for the time it's like, yo, those dudes are sick. But uh, <laughs> I like how they include the B-roll of them hopping fences. And also in this case, Jub going under the fence. I think that's a nice mm -hmm. touch of just maybe childhood defiance of uh, doing yeah. anything you have to, to go get a trick. I like how they put that in. Get that roof gap. I mean, I went out and bought cheetah print car seat covers after I watched this video because of Jim Gagne's part. And so, like, from a marketing standpoint, it definitely works. Having that B-roll footage showing everybody having fun, you know. Yep. Oh, yeah. I saw this band, uh, Ministry, in Philadelphia, uh, I think two years ago. And they were pretty cool. Oh, Ministry? That's sick. Yeah. That's Where'd all you I really know. Were you like, you owe this ticket sale to Job? <laughs> Your career wouldn't be shit without label kills. I mean, now I, now I feel that way. But at the time, I would have said, you owe it to Death Grips. Because I was just going to see Death Grips. And I had no idea who Ministry was. But. <laughs> I'm a big ministry fan now after that show and seeing them or hearing them in a couple skate videos. For some reason, the idea of a crowd chanting Jub at a ministry show sounds really wonderful to me. That Ooh. does sound nice. Hell yeah. Does anyone know his real name? Jub. Ryan, you're from Chicago. Hey, you should know this. I, at one point in my life, I did know this, and that point is not now. What is it, Josh Beagle? I don't know. Mike Plum. I was asking. Mike, Mike Plum. Plum is late. <laughs> Kevin Long. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. Brian Hansen. That's it. Brian Hansen 316, aka Jub. Chris Hansen 316. <laughs> I gotta go plug into my battery. Let's move on. Yeah, so we hit another vert part. Omar Hassan. With uh, a lot of feebles to fakey, not mad about it, not hating, just saying. I think maybe four feebles to fakey, with one of them being switch on vert, which I thought was pretty impressive. Um, I made a note, black label, where you can film for a day and have a part. <laughs> one of the bigger takeaways from me in this part is when Omar does the front 180 nose grind in the pool, and he stands up on that thing. And I'm now very inspired to try that. So shout out Omar Hassan for doing that. I'm interested. Uh, I love the Ollie in off the roof. It seems terrifying if your shingle work isn't done very well, but a uh, wonderful ender, lots of pool clips, lots of hats, lots of uh, 
some gnarly skating. I like this table setup also at the pool with the, and even the one dude sitting there. Um, the one he does the tail slide on? The one he does the 5-0 and the tail slide on. It was a sick yeah. tail slide. I don't remember I the 5-0. 5-0's in there. He skates this pool quite a bit. He does the 50-50 yank-in. He does 5-0, no yank-in. Uh, we see that 5-0 twice, and then we see that tail slide. No yanking. I, I like that phrase. No yanking? No yanking. Hey, guys, no yanking. <laughs> Quit yanking in the pool. Zone. That's, uh, that's chicken's pool, if I'm not mistaken. I love uh, how he gets shot out of the pool too, and the way it's edited with them just zooming in on the pool coping, and he's he's just out of shot. I thought that was a magical thing that happened. It was foreshadowing to the Strobeck era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys, I got to be honest. I think this was my favorite part in the whole video, and I did not see that going into this at all. It was a really unexpected thing for me, but. Uh, I really enjoyed this part from the song yeah. to what I did, can't even name Trixie to besides that tail slide and some board slides to fakie dude and the jump the... off a building clip yeah uh, something about this really really stuck out to me I guess I got to go back and rewatch it because now that I think about it I don't even know what the fuck he did but yeah this seems like one of those uh pro challenges from Tony Hawk 4 where you, I don't know, what is it? The goal number, you need to do like 80 or 90 and then you have to do the pro challenges and everyone has their own. The Omar Hassan, you got to ride off of a building into a pool. <laughs> Which would just happen unless you don't make the gap. But uh, Brian, do you want to tell us about Pat Smith's part or if there's something on Omar Hassan you want to tap into? You're more than welcome to. Um, I only had a couple things on Omar's part that have been brought up already. Uh, he, he ollies down, I guess what you would call a Euro gap into a quarter pipe. And when that clip started, I thought he was going to flat. I thought he was skate park, hometown hero. Ollie Not yet. <laughs> um, and then the, uh, it goes by really quick, but he has a lip slide drop down to lip slide on that vert ramp, which I thought was, ballsy as hell uh as far as like making vert interesting and that's coming from a fan of vert uh that one piqued my interest he also does a uh like riding on from the deck of the bowl ride into frontside tail slide to front revert uh he's got he's got a lot of like ride on tricks throughout his career that one stood out yeah right on man (laughs) <laughs> he is one of the first people i think about when i think about rolling up to a bowl and doing that like front five oh uh roll in whatever you whatever that's called i picture his 50 year old ass doing it <laughs> i love the and this is actually really impressive he does the fakey ollie bonk off of this big quarter pipe and then 50 50 down this little thing or maybe just was flat i don't know i uh wonder (laughs) i'm thinking of the one dime graphic they did where they have a picture of him and below it in the caption it just says john cardiel (laughs) that is the best (laughs) i wonder how many times he's been mistaken for him 
That was my Facebook picture for the longest time. Dude, it's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> I'm re-watching this part now, and whew, yeah, something about it. It's good, man. Yeah. It's going to be on repeat all summer. Yeah, along with the song from Jason Adams' part. It's going to be this with Goodbye Horses dubbed over top. <laughs> <laughs> all right, if you had to do... Uh... A playlist for awesome parts with music that isn't that great after a bit what are the three songs you put on it uh jim gagne's part coming up <laughs> but before that we have pat smith's part uh ian do you have any takeaways from pat smith um i scrolled too far down my notes one sec uh, the artist who uh, sang Free Money and Because the Night, <laughs> Pat Smith. Also known to tray flip up a curb every now and again, Pat Smith. He does have a wild three flip. It's a good one. And that's that's Pat Smith's part. <laughs> that's really all you have? You didn't want to make a note about No Slide Shove or how he manages to have a good amount of east coast clips in this in a video that's primarily bowls and uh he, yeah there west was first, there was a lot of new york which was cool um he's got a dope back three at the beginning i like the that ledge that it, i think he crooked grinds a ledge that's like there's three stairs down and then three stairs up so you like have to grind the whole ledge or you're gonna like drop off and hit the stairs does that make sense i think it's towards the beginning of the part no, it doesn't make sense. Fuck. <laughs> it's like uh like yeah, well like, here are the stairs for everyone at home. I'm pointing my hands together and down in a V shape. And they're going out of the screen and Ian's eyes are rolling up in his head. I don't know what's going on, but uh... God damn it, never mind. <laughs> it was cool, okay? Sure. And he um, did a Wally Wally grab over a barrier that I also thought was cool, and that's all I have to say. What about the Chino Ollie? I like how he ollies over that little mound and he also sneaks in a caveman board slide. And then uh the caveman gets... board slide, the rail like comes to a 90 degree angle with like another rail at the end too. I yeah. just I'm re-watching it now. So I was like, damn. Caveman board slide. Not quite pop out early, but you know. Yeah, but he's gotta take it over the one rail. Yeah. Cool. He must have really snuck that in because I don't remember that at all. I might I like part a lot. I like the like the little party clips too, where he's just doing disasters. Like, yeah, looks like they had a quarter pipe in someone's living room, and he just eats <laughs> shit with everyone there. I'm like, that's sick. <laughs> I want to be that dude at the party. Just like, yeah, watch me stunt and just like splat. Like, that's cool. Yeah, I miss parties that had skate obstacles in house. Yeah, come to my house sometime. Oh, you did one time, and your car broke down. It did, yeah. That was my uh, one of the few trips I've made to Lancaster. Have you added in the roll-in yet from the second floor to uh, <laughs> where the lantern flies are out back? No, but there's room for it. Do you ever think about making a slide from the second floor to the backyard? We've we've legitimately talked about a um, a zip line to like a treehouse kind of deal. Is that that big black walnut tree I was talking about during the season two finale? 
Bam's treehouse <laughs> casino. You could put a three-story house in that thing, and it'd be fine. You could put a mini everything to me. <laughs> <laughs> whose part are we talking about? Fuck you, Knoxville. <laughs> That's whose part we're talking about. <laughs> uh, Pat Smith. Yeah, I don't know what he went on to do after this. I'm sure he probably has a PhD or something. But uh, I like the variety of things that he skates in this. He also goes through a few wardrobe changes. I think we also get uh, more winter skating in this, which I can appreciate and identify with, with the uh, hoodies and the button-up. I was a little confused on how they edit these New York hubba tricks with opening 5-0, tail slide to fakie, tail slide to fakie again, and then it ends on front board. And he ends on a pop shove it. He ends on a line. I always thought that was weird too. But then as I like, actually there were like other better clips to end it on. Like did the song just like sneak up on the editor? They're like, whoa, guess we're done. All right. (laughs) That's that. Yeah. All right, Pat, wrap it up. Yeah, all right, Pat, wrap it up. We got Salman's part next. <laughs> wrap it up, Pat. <laughs> uh, Salman Aga uses the song that's in a... It comes up in Fast Times at Ridgemont High where the one character singing it, and it's also in EA Skate 1. Correct me if I'm wrong, Brian? That sounds right. And uh, the song, of course, for the music heads out there is Cheap Trick surrender which i didn't know was the band until i did a deeper dive on this uh video so got my little music culture for the video down don't know if i said much about this but cody tell us a little bit about salmon and gall which god i, I don't he know is, this yeah it's kind of a switch god yeah i mean this part never got like wasn't one of the ones i was drawn to as a kid and re-watching it there was like some stuff that was pretty weak and then some stuff that was like oh yeah that is sick but um dude that like what's he do like a nolly off a ledge one footer oh, i was yeah. like what is this that was wild yeah but you know the wrist guard footage too i was always not a fan of that but hey, what can you also, do? yeah. I also don't know how to feel about the Nolly frontside lip slide to fakie on this ledge as a single. Yeah. Is he 50? How, how do you think he was in this video? Because, like, at the time when I was a kid, I probably saw this and thought he was like old. But now rewatching it, I'm like, okay, he's probably younger than I am in this video but I still look at him as like the old dude, you know? Dude, it, yeah, it's so sad. That, like, to, that yeah, yeah that it's sad to try and age guess some of these skaters when they're bald. Yeah. It feels if they normally get pushed up into that 50s range and it's not their fault. Mm-hmm. Everyone um, that's not 25 is 50. Yeah, if you don't have hair <laughs> and you have a video part, you might be 50. Yeah, you might be 50. I saw Quarter Snacks just put out a hat that says the 40-year-old skater, and I feel as if it was a missed opportunity to also offer the 50-year-old skater. That's the fall <laughs> drop. 
but uh, as a Kangol collaboration, the 50-year-old skater. <laughs> yeah, can we give a quick shout out to Kangol Hats for hooking up Samuel L. Jackson for all of his years in the film industry? Yeah, shout out to our unofficial sponsor, Samuel L. Jackson. I should have a Samuel L. Jackson drop on hand, but we can just edit that in. Hey, if you don't know who I am, you're at the wrong place. Um, I'm a little confused with some of the lines that he does at this uh, one spot, but then he does switch back tail as a line ender. It's like, how? Yeah. Like, why did some of these lines even get used or some of these clips? Like the Nolly nose slide to fakie and then switch front side nose slide, I think could have hit the, the trash can. I think there's ones that could have hit the trash can way before that too. Like there's one where he does like a front board on the ledge, like in a line. I was like, what? Yeah. Are you sure that's a ledge trick, buddy? I think a lot of uh, editing tricks are done in this part to make it feel longer and more impressive than it is. Um, I'm getting some dill photosynthesis vibes with all the Kodak photos that are put in between the tricks and stills. I'm also noticing that a lot of the tricks are slow mode or have something leading into it that throws you off. If it's not the editing, the wrist guards throw you off to kind of take you out of the part. Um, a lot of park footy too. Yeah, but he has a dog. I wonder what the dog's name is. Um, <laughs> falls on this front board. Yeah, yeah which, that shit was wild. That made me go, oh, God, out loud. It was quite a spill. Yep, he's a leak-in. Yeah, we, we also, unfortunately, get the second kiss reference of the video in this part. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, an interesting part, definitely. Definitely one to take note of with the editing tricks in it, where a lot of the ledge tricks or whatever... And this nollie one foot off of this uh, loading dock. It's definitely an eyebrow raiser upon further inspection. I hope he's not offended with our take on kiss, that they can kiss my... Kiss our butts. Kiss sucks. <laughs> I think... No, it's probably not a Kangol hat, but it definitely looks like one that... Uh... Salman is wearing in this for the one Nolly Crook at a skate, or sorry, switch tail slide at the skate park. I like how he holds that Nolly Crook across and down though. Yeah, he, he does have a handful of, of really good looking tricks, uh, like the switch front board off the loading dock, uh, the kickflip he does off that uh, kicker, street kicker ramp. The one that Jason Adams did the frontside grab wall bash. Yeah. Interesting to end on a Nolly back lip. And this is also a video with a lot of frontside board slides on handrails, which I'm a big fan of. I think the count like, um, might be at four or five now. I feel like Nolly back lips, like before you can do that trick. You think it's like the hardest trick ever. You're like, wait, it's the back lip and it's Nolly? So like probably whenever I saw that as a kid, I like shit bricks. And then yeah. once I learned like Nolly back tails and like 
shit like that. I'm like, oh, this is just a nollie kick turn. But still, I would never step to it on a handrail. So shout out to him. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I think you kind of nailed it earlier how you're like, there's a switchback tail in this part, which is great. But then there's some very questionable stuff. Yeah, lots of sweat. Lots of sweat. That's probably also why I thought he looked old in this part. Man, he's got that old dad sweat. I don't know. Yeah, the hats, the wrist guard, the sweat. Yeah. Whatever, though. Yeah. Do your thing, player. Uh, Ian, do you have any takeaways from Wade Spires' part? Truck jump. That's it. Okay, that's a good one. Does he do a blindside cab over his spine? Did I see this correctly? I write it, it down. Wasn't it half cab? Was it over a truck? Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, it was a half cab on Brad. That's cool, though. And I think that's at Marseille. It must be so convenient for some of these contest skaters to just film clips of the contest and then throw it in their part. Double whammy. Yeah, it's like you're getting paid twice. Double dipping. Yeah, wow. I imagine that's pretty uh, convenient for them. I wonder how the IRS views that. (laughs) (laughs) I love this part as a kid. As much as I was like hitting like the bird button on like other people's parts and stuff, for some reason this one always still like held my attention. And then I'm also like, I'm a fan of big rigs, so I was like, "Yo, this dude's a truck driver. That's fucking sick." And Isn't just, that like, his dad? That's a truck driver, though. Is it? Because it looks like, I don't know, man. Have you seen a photo of him lately? He looks like a truck driver to me. I mean, maybe yeah. now from the yeah. family, but I'm pretty sure the dude. The you dude know, driving at his eating dad. and getting his lunch and then opening up a truck that says what? You might be right. James M. Spire in California. Is there a phone number on the truck? Wade is short for James. No, it's not a phone number. I think it's a zip code. But... So you like this part, huh? It's a, it's a good one yeah. for you. I'm watching. I think, doesn't he do like a back 5 to fakie and then as he's coming in on it, he like slides back to regular that yes so there is that yeah. wish wash yeah. he was just was sick and he was like kind of before my time too but like i always appreciated this part like i didn't do like the thing videos and shit like that but i like this one yeah i kind of like playing out the fan fiction that his dad is driving to pick him up from the van skate park yeah i also like the i don't know what could we call this um caveman lip slide drop in at Jim's ramp. I think that's pretty sick and maybe takes a little bit of uh, some planning to do that, but I like how his board's just resting and then he hops on it from the upper deck. He upper decks it. And that clip goes by so fast if you're not paying attention. Yeah, I think that's one thing that sticks with me when I watch parts like this is like the small little transition things that aren't too crazy like in crooked dandra hobo is just sitting down and then he like spins into a pivot to fakie and that's one thing that always stuck with me and in this i'm kind of interested with how he did that uh caveman frontside disaster roll in 
Also, pivot to fake E revert is pretty interesting. This video is good. No vert button here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it. Yeah, I'd, I'd give Wade's part a watch every time. Slid the shit out of that front side hurricane. Yes. Unreal. Oh, yeah. Slid the shit out of everything. Like he's not like taking the easy route <laughs> in any of these tricks. Oh, the, uh, the the front Smith grind, and then he ollies over a channel. Yeah. That, that front Smith was a long enough front Smith to be a clip by itself. Yeah. As is gapping over that channel. Yeah. Yeah. That was sick. Wade's, Wade's sick. Brian, let's chat about one of our sponsors of the pod. What, what uh, sponsor do you think I'm going to talk about? I have a feeling you might be talking about Plants on Fire. Oh, yeah, they're on fire. Yes, they are. Uh, where do I begin with Plants on Fire? They are simple plant-based nutrition for active people. No added sweeteners or fake shit. You can buy online or in real life in some spots for a list of retailers. And also to purchase, hit up plantsonfire.co and tell them plants on, or tell, yeah, tell them all my skate videos sent you. You can get 15% off if you use the code allmyskatevideos15 at checkout. We're also lucky enough to be sponsored by The Secret Tape. If you wanted to buy an old video of yesteryear, maybe wait for them to re-up on a copy of Label Kills. You can find them at thesecrettape.com, our other proud sponsor of the podcast. We're also lucky enough to have a board sponsor, Spectrum Skateboard Co. You can find them at spectrumskateboardco.com. You can also find them on the Instagram at Spectrum Skateboard Co. They make wonderful products based out of Philadelphia with wonderful people. I know I'm looking forward to the Allen Iverson board in the black uniform. Looking forward to that coming back soon. Thank you to our sponsors for supporting Season Trace of El Podcasto Skate Videos. And we're back. So let's chat about Jeff Grosso's part. I don't have a ton here. Rest in peace. Wonderful skateboarder. Cody, do you have any takeaways from Jeff Grosso's part in Label Kills? Not really. This is one I um, didn't understand as a kid because I was a little, little street dog. But um, on rewatching it, even that first like rock and roll, just like all the way on the deck, just like had his fucking board the whole way up there i was like oh yeah everything in this is going to be proper but i just don't understand i don't understand bird shit's like over my head but it was cool i don't know i definitely rewatched it the time i just you always pick me you, you know there's so many other parts that i could go on about you're like oh cody how do you feel about um this part you never watched as a kid <laughs> carl put me on the spot bro so there was no nicotine uh, influence from watching this part maybe even once or twice because he smoked no. a lot of cigs in this part. Never smoked, bro. I'm a fucking nerd. That's respectable. I don't. I've never smoked either. And check me out. I have an award-winning podcast. <laughs> it's a vert part. There's some cool stuff, you know, pads and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Let's chat about Hensley's part. Hensley and his dogs is what I have written. I think I said that I hate this part already. I forget exactly what might have triggered me with this. 
um maybe it but i kind of like the family b-roll and there's a little bit of story there it's kind of cute i mean how old was dude when this video came out i don't know yeah because he, he retired like professionally retired 10 years before this video came out close to it this was just icing on the cake for any of the old Hensley fans, I guess. Uh, this part left me with more questions than answers and not questions towards you guys. These are rhetoricals, but who are all these other people? Is this all family members of his or are these some strangers from the neighborhood? Uh, why is the whole part film? Uh, I know I've spoken about this before, pet peeve of mine. And then uh, how does he have so many hobbies? I, I made a note that he had the first accordion clip of the video, but it, it, is, it, it is sick that he's still getting some clips. Yeah. Um, well, Cody, let's imagine that Hensley was from Pittsburgh and he was talking about the B-roll in his part. Um, what would Hensley from Pittsburgh say about some of these B-roll people? Yeah, that's my Aunt Nance. Uh, she was just coming by to pick up the kids that day. Uh, you know, that's my cousin Carl. He drinks a real fast beer, so we put him in there. Um, we're down at Gooskies just having a time. Playing a couple games of billards and pool. Uh, billards is pool. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that was perfect. That's all amazing. That, that filled my quench quenched my thirst for sure oh my god yeah i love that <laughs> nailed it ian let me ask you there's quite a bit of b-roll in this part in this video as a whole if you haven't already noticed uh if you had to have super eight b-roll in your part what would you have yourself doing or have documented if you needed super eight b-roll for a part um you know, in the Sopranos, when they're all hanging out at a Satriali, sitting outside drinking espresso and stuff, probably that. Yes. And it wouldn't be you in it; it would just be a clip from the Sopranos. Um. Yeah, but it would be a clip from the Sopranos, but just like Photoshop me in. <laughs> Very authentic. Very artistic. I like that. I'm thinking I would probably have uh, me playing chess and maybe me gearing up for a bike ride. Probably something like that. Brian, tell us a little bit about Ben Gilly's part and tell us about how frontside lift slides to Fagy are ugly. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I feel like he starts off with the most, the most Gilly thing you can do. He headbutts his board. Uh, that move got imitated by a couple of the local amateur wrestlers. Uh, you can tell by his song that, that it, it, it's fucking time to get serious, guys. All right. It's time to go. Uh, this, this guy, he's a slam machine. He, he loves going the distance on, on grinds, which I, I, I do like seeing. Uh, another pet peeve of mine, little tiny two-inch grinds at the end of a ledge. Gilly does not fuck with that. Um, 
like you mentioned, he does what's got to be skateboarding's most aggressive front lip to fakie. And he, he front lip regulars the rail right before it. And then he slams on it after, like right before and after the front lip fakie. Another editing choice that kind of threw me a bit. Uh, he does a, a, a backboard shove. He's got a front salad in his bag. Tricks that uh, we've talked about previously on this podcast. Another cardinal sin of mine, he hurricanes a rail and he doesn't go back to regular. Does the board break make up for it though? I felt better knowing that he broke a board, not turning back to regs on that trick. I, I, I wrote down, I'm glad he broke his board on the hurricane on that Miami <laughs> synagogue rail. Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask the question, but I guess that just answered it. Did he have one backside grind? Like, I knew there was, like, board sides and shit, but I'm re-watching it now, and other than that, like, hurricane to fakie, all his other grinds are front side. Like, he doesn't do a back 50. He doesn't do a feeble. doesn't do a crook. Wow. He has backside crook. On the one ledge. I'm watching it right now. Out ledge. Oh, yeah. I just came up to it. Okay. That was literally the the end. Stacked on it. Okay. Oh, sorry. uh, Take it back. It's all good. That cap salad's pretty sick. I don't know, man. Salad works. I know people clown the trick, but salad works. A photo of him in Skate John, and he was like skating those uh, Alabama banks or whatever, and he was doing a front salad on the banks. I was like, sick. Dude, that's great. Ooh. I loved this part as a kid. I was like, uh... I wish I could be like, dude, I wish I could just go for stuff like this and be like, yeah, I'm probably going to slam, but I'll go for it anyways. Like, I'm so scared of everything. And to see this dude just like, it's like, yeah, I'll 50 50 anything is so sick. And the first 50 <laughs> 50, it just like landing on that piece of wood that they just threw on top of the grass. And as it like flexes down, I was like, this looks like. The most this the landings like scarier than the rail. He just didn't give a shit. I was stoked. Ben Gilly, big guilty pleasure of mine. Big fan. Where's that guest pro model? I'll buy it. Maybe. I don't know. I probably wouldn't buy it. But I wouldn't have <laughs> any of it. I like that one party has uh, I think it's for that skate shop Faith and he skates to Jolene. Yep. Part six. It's a frontside flip. I didn't know the man could like flip his board like that. That like uh into the, the window frame. They had that like kicker to window frame, and he does like yeah. a flip in there. Yeah. There you go. He does it all. Adam Alfaro skating to ACDC, which is a song that was in Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four for the intro song. I'm always curious if the people or bands that get the intro theme for video games get paid more than the other people that are on the soundtrack that's one thing i'll have to hit up activision about okay so the youtube version of this part doesn't play with the music so cody tell us a little bit about this one since you know what it's like with music if you can recall adam alfaro's part but it doesn't sound as if you can so um what anything i just didn't know the order (laughs) it's fucking rock and roll bro no, the song ACDC always 
I was like, oh, okay. But uh, I don't know. I thought this part ripped. I was a fan of his skating. Everything he does is like super proper. He was definitely like killing some rails back then. Weird that his ender was a slam on that kickflip front board. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, what a devastating thing. It's like, man, you kill it for this whole part. And then the editor's like, yeah, but we're going to make this slam your last flip. And then that's what everyone remembers. But yeah, I don't know. This part ripped. I was a big fan of this guy. Yeah. I can't stand fakey flip no slides. I just got to the nolly tail to fakey, fakey flip no slide. Yes. Yeah. And there's also a switch front three off of a bump that's over nothing. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. goes by oh, really that. fast. I was like, huh. And, uh, I, respect it. I respect that. He's also doing tricks down a set where I feel as if everyone's always skating over the rail. He nolly flips it and switch flips it with lots of uh, leaves on the ground on the stairs. Pop shove it on flat, quite a bit of pushing. And then Nolly back heel off this bump. Yeah. Very different Adam Alfaro than what I think of. Yeah, he went through some changes after this. Yes. When he was making that switch from Duffs to iPath, man. Yes, he discovered weed at some point in his life, I think. <laughs> yeah. Benny Hanna. Street Benny Hanna. Yeah. You gotta love it. Street Benny. Yeah, Street Benny and Street Airwalk in the same part. Yeah, you want to be a work skater. What can we say? <laughs> I think the, the Street Benny Hana and the Street Airwalk definitely cancel out the more or less flat ground switch front three and turn this into a good part. <laughs> um, yeah, to the ender credit, though, he does kick the front board Bricktown. Yeah. And he does bail kick the front board on that one SF rail, but I think that can be overlooked because he did it on Bricktown. So, and I'm he did it to, Hana, So, yeah, I'm ready to move to Jim Gogne's part, Cody. If you want to rip this uh, fascinating one open, ooh, this was. Uh, I probably didn't quite give this one like the fast forward button as much as I should have because I was like, well, he still is skating street, and uh, that's what I'm about. But it was harsh, man is a tough one to watch i don't know that's, that's all i got that's all i got right now at least i didn't take notes but i am re-watching i was just gonna say I, I did take notes on jim gag me's part and none of them were good uh <laughs> his his intro his intro is really cool if you're 12 years old I've got a sick muscle car and I smoke fucking cigarettes. He does a crook to back lip on an outledge. Yeah. I'm, you want to talk trick selection. <laughs> yeah, this is trick selection God right here. He, he, he nose slides a, a flat out ledge for like 40 something feet and then just drops out. Doesn't quite make it to the end of the ledge. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, crook three shove to another board breaker. Yeah, he broke a number of boards in this part. 
Yeah, with, with how stiff he skates, uh, it's, his feet are trying to go straight into the pavement. <laughs> and uh, he, he tried to ollie a street gap and came up like three feet short. We also get a front board on a handrail again, the label kill special. <laughs> he just rolls off of a pillar into this one bank at a skate park. <laughs> Quite a few skate park tricks. Now that uh, I'm watching this again, <laughs> yeah, man, that street cap is yeah. a rough attempt. It's hurt. Oh, dude, plus one for front one eighty late front shove on that quarter pipe. I think um, there's the rail where he does. Um, I think a lip slide, a fifty fifty, yeah. and maybe a Smith or something like that. I think Patrick Melcher lips lit the same rail on his part. I'm trying to pull it back up right now. But I could be wrong. There's a very good chance that uh, all the 10-stair rails look the same. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. know the, the rail you're talking about. Because yeah. Ben, yeah, Ben Gilly frontside 5 O's that rail, and so does Jimmy. Huh. Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Jimmy G, <laughs> Trey flipping the flat <laughs> off of the pool deck. <laughs> Did he do anything other than Black Label? Like, was there another board sponsor for him after this? Uh, he ruined his lungs with nicotine. Mm. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I love the, the one board bricks and the filmer holds it. Filmer catches it. It just rolls over to him and he puts it down. Uh, I don't know why I think that's so funny. <laughs> uh, uh Christian's feet tack, Ian, you want to take this one? There was a street air walk, so it kind of negates everything bad about the part. Um, there's a board slide on a hubba to regular. That was chill. You're talking uh, about Christian's feet tack, right? Yeah. Okay. There was a there was a pressure flip into a ditch. Also chill. Was that not a? I thought it was just like a really rough looking inward heel. That's to me, that's a pressure flip. Mm. Yeah, like I think it was supposed to be an inward heel, but I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and label that a I'm gonna black label that uh pressure flip. Okay. I wonder if they intentionally filmed it from that angle where the bush kind of obscures your view <laughs> so you they can't quite like, see where the front the is. Going. <laughs> yeah. This part also reminded me that I don't really like uh, backside heel flips. No. It's not my favorite flip trick. What uh, about switch? I prefer switch, yeah. Switch back yeah, heel. Yeah. You strike me as more of a Daniel Castillo than a Reynolds. Damn, fuck that. I can't believe you just said that. I guess Daniel Castillo does have those switch back heels, though. Daniel Castillo, switchback heel god. And shout out to our unofficial sponsor, Daniel Castillo. Um, but yeah, besides that, he did a street air walk. And uh, yeah, that was it. I caught a lot of Jim Greco. Uh, Baker has a Death Wish intro vibes from this intro with him getting upset and whatnot. Just wasn't as funny as the Jim Greco. Baker has a Death Wish intro, unfortunately. 
they do build up the momentum that this is the last part and there was a lot of work put in so i can respect how this is put together um i was reminded that colored wheels are the worst <laughs> inward heel was pretty surprising he runs into a wall at some point which i was i don't know anytime i see someone run into a wall i always think of a kool-aid guy and if Ty Evans edited this, I'm sure he would have acted on it and made that happen. Um, I swear that there's an ABD with the one roll in and then backside 180 to the street that I think Justin Strubing does, and that's life. Kind of a random uh, spot. I don't know how else to describe it. Before that's life, though, wasn't it? Yo, yeah. Yeah. Many years before that's life. Yeah. Good big spin flip though. Yeah, I always thought that was weird. You, it's like you're gonna tell me you're like, you got a tough time with flip tricks, and then all of a sudden you're just gonna like, you got a big flip in your pocket like that. Yeah. Must be something in the colored grip or wheels. There's definitely some uh, Cleveland spots in this video, which I always appreciated. Yeah, have you been to Cleveland? Yeah, a couple times. Never, never took the uh, Christians we talk trick list with me and tried to replicate anything. But you know, <laughs> I have seen some of the spots like that gap to like he like gaps to a fifty-fifty on a round rail, but it's like a flat gap to it. I saw that before, and it was it was at like a coffee shop, I think, and it was super gnarly. Yeah, uh, I, Ian, I see what you mean by backside heel flips not being all that great. Yeah, it, it's not necessarily that he's doing them. Uh, I think it's just an ugly trick, but he's certainly not helping the case for them. Yeah. I, I do uh, like this guy skating, though. Like, not sure. Uh, I mean, I do. there are a lot of other things in this part that I like besides the street air walk, but since I can't remember a lot of them, we're just going to say... The street and that it's probably well. the colored grip tape and the colored wheels. Okay. I yeah, understand. my two favorite things. What do you think about the heel flip front board at the well, park? I'm rewatching it now. I just passed that. That was pretty fucking ugly. Yeah. I think in his next video part, he does heel flip front board on a hubba, and then he does heel flip backboard, which is also. Ooh, that's rough. That's oh. Yeah. God damn. But it's, I, don't, I did like people not know. I like how he ollies over that like huge, beautiful bank. Like, yeah. if I found that bank, actually, I've been to it. It's in Akron. One, it's incredibly terrifying. It's humongous. It looks like but it. Also, like, you, you have, like, you could just skate a bank, bro. Like, take it easy for the day, you know? <laughs> I kind of love that fuck you mentality of, like, no, 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 I'm going <laughs> to all eat this bank. And yeah. it already looks pretty big with the fisheye, but I imagine that it's a lot bigger than it looks it's on camera huge. yeah another greco reference i'm seeing is that he frontside blunt slides the one hubba greco backside blunt slides and baker 2g i'm just that, saying that, i have never seen one? christian svitak and jim greco in the same room oh yeah i think christian svitak's sober and uh at this era jim greco Definitely was not. So I, I, don't, I don't know that they're really hanging out. Well, maybe Jim Greco was just like an alternate personality of his. 
one of the 15 plus personalities of Greco. No, no, no. I'm saying Jim Greco was a an alternate ego of or an alternate like version of Kristen Svitak, however you say his last name. Like what maybe, if Christian Svitak is just Jim Greco, like playing Jim Greco dressed up in all of these phases? I don't think Jim Greco would do a heel flip backboard slide. It wasn't in this part, but I just, I don't see that. Do not sell him short, my friend. <laughs> don't mess so, with the hammer, man. Are, are you saying that Christian Svitak is, is a crisis actor? <clears throat> I just heard that he really studies his parts when he's going for the roles. <laughs> Similar to how De Niro was a taxi driver when he was getting ready to prepare uh, his role in Taxi. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you skating with me? Oh, Jesus. Let's move on to the credits. Meet Fokker, Ben Stiller, Dad. Leo Romero also heel flips this little stair set over Gap that uh, Christian Svitak ollies. And we see that Ollie twice in here. Uh, the heel flip is done in That's Life from Leo Romero wearing a backwards hat. If anybody wants to watch That's Life, you can find it at the secret tape, maybe. I don't know if they actually have it in stock, but talk to them. I have three copies if you want one. How many of them did you steal? I don't think I stole any of them. I might have borrowed all of them and never given them back. That a boy. Do you remember who you st uh, took them from? <laughs> I can think of two of the people. I might actually have two copies now that I think about it. But Can you describe two of the people? I have on the podcast previously, and I will not repeat myself. Can I guess? Sure. Johnny. Yes. Um, I don't know who else. Yeah, you won't get the other one. That's okay, though. It's all right. Keep it a mystery. Uh, this... Takes us to the credits. Due to time, we're not going to talk about it because there's not much to mention. And for some reason on YouTube, they did, don't have the Lucera part, but the Sarah part is great and a classic. So shall we go to the awards or is there anything else we need to note? Let me see if I can find a sound drop for awards. Welcome to the award ceremony of Label Kills. Cody, out of eight hardware pieces, eight being the best you could give it, or maybe you have some add-ons, some accessories. Uh, where does Label Kills fall for you, Cody? Um, I mean, I think at the time it was like pretty sick and like definitely, I don't know. I thought it was like kind of like, I don't know. I thought it was sick. I'll give it a six. I don't need to justify myself. I fucking liked it, bro. <laughs> Say no more. Ian, out of eight hardware pieces, where does Label Kills fall for you? I want to give it a seven, and I want to represent that seven by having someone do a, a street air walk down seven stairs. Damn, you got to make my life more challenging finding that image. Hopefully there's a stock one. Uh, you can. I trust you. You're good with Photoshop, right? Yeah. I wonder if that's a market you could tap into if you could 
get paid to do a stock image for skateboard tricks because like i imagine nolly inward heel doesn't have a stock image for it does it i feel like it's brian herman doing it over a bump to bar yeah this sounds about right or herman down mock before i like that one in baker okay yeah. anyway brian out of eight hardware pieces where does label kills place uh I'm I'm also gonna give it six hardware pieces, but I'd like to also throw in a Vans Warp Tour sampler disc. <laughs> nice. Which year in particular? Oh, we'd have to go two thousand. Well, that just makes sense. Yep. It's gonna be five out of eight for me. Jason Adams part's cool. A lot of vert buttons in this one. So five out of eight. Uh, Cody, who do you think won the video? Jason Adams. Uh, fuck, dude. Jason Adams. Uh, I mean, Christian Talk was great, but not him. Uh, yeah, Jason Adams. I'm going to stick with that. As much as I like Ben Gilly, too, he did not win the video. Okay. Jason Adams is a winner for you. Ian, who won the video for you? uh can i pick like four people oh my god you're really gonna make us listen to more talk about label kills <laughs> yeah fine i'll just do it uh, fine i'll i'll narrow it down to jason adams and omar hassan because i feel like omar hassan gained a new fan tonight when i watched this video for the first time fair enough do you know what part you would go to next if you had to go through the hassan videography probably just this one on loop for the next year okay brian who won uh I, i've also got to split my award uh jason adams and pat smith really like his part whoa out of left field patty smith and it's the skater not the artist right yeah, yeah, the, the skater who went on to start Coda Skateboards. Did he? Yeah, and I, I believe still does. Oh. Yeah, still going. Uh, like, shortly after this video came out. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I because don't, he did, this was like the last uh, Black Label thing he was affiliated with. I don't remember him having a board sponsor between there. Yeah, Came out in a video, but that's not a board sponsor. Yeah, true. Good to know. Wow, I never knew Pat Smith went on to that. I also think that this was the first time I saw the dude. Um, so interesting take. I'm going to go ahead and say that John Lucero won the video because he's managed to keep this brand going with whoever's along for the ride with probably the biggest roster of people that have ever been on a skateboard company and the biggest change more change than toy machine probably um and to also hook up this many people in 2001 is uh pretty impressive so john lucera won the video and also his parts a winner too uh so who lost the video for you cody uh without a doubt jim gagney how do you say his name 
Sorry, bro. Tell Actually, us. you know what? Not with not. Uh, the you know what? It was may have been neck and neck. Him and Mike V. Uh, yeah, that's what I'll say. Okay. Why do you think Mike V lost the video? Well, because there was a lot of pushing. And but I think he also put in the least amount of work and still produced something that was shared with everyone else who definitely put in a lot of work. So some yeah, people right. might say he's the slacker of the video, but maybe even the smartest person of the group. Okay, huh? Fine, Jim Gagney. Something to th something to think about. <laughs> <laughs> I can respect your opinion. I'm just trying to get down to the bottom of it. Okay. Uh, thank you for sharing, Cody. Ian, who lost the video for you? Well, I feel like Jim Gagne looked like a clown for his whole part, so probably him. But also Ricky Espinoza, because I feel like he has always deserved better. Maybe I'm just a really biased tilt mode fan, but I, I think he has deserved some more shine. And besides moving on to Coda, I don't think he ever had another like big sponsor like this. So I'll say him too. Yeah, I think also he was too into the tilt mode to be involved in a serious company like this. And that's no uh, downplaying him. He's great but it seems as if some people were killing themselves for this video. That's fair. La yeah. Label kills killing themselves for this video. I mean, it's called label kill. So if you weren't trying to kill yourself for this thing, I don't know. Uh, Brian, who lost for you? Uh, it's a landslide, Jim Gagne. <laughs> What is it? The SIGs, the car, the creepy, almost pimp look? <laughs> uh, whack attitude, whack trick selection, whack style, whack song. He threw one of his cigarette butts on the ground. I'm not a big fan of that. I just feel like carry out and throw it in the trash, dude. Sure. I'm going to go ahead and say that he lost too. I just don't understand the first kit he has where it's like that pimp outfit and pimp cheetah um, seat cover. But just the next outfit's what? Like him in an orange jersey skating in baggy pants and doing this nolly frontside flip to half cab. Just, I don't know, just seemed kind of extra. Um he also skates the PJ rails way too much. And is he from Boston? Where is dude from? He looks like it. <laughs> He's from somewhere in the Massachusetts area. Okay. Fascinating. He's from Lowell. I got all, I got all the trivia. Anything you want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he also, oh man, I mean the crook three shove. I'm guilty of that, but I've only done it switch, which I think is a different story. But uh, lots of board breaking. And I think, Brian, you said he has stiff style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, he doesn't bend his, his knees as much as he uh, probably should. Got it. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say that collectively, as uh, said from the panel here, 
Jim Gagne, and Mike Vallely, and who else? Ricky Espinoza. Yeah, but that was that was a long shot. Don't leave him out of this. So then, who lost? If you're going to retract it, someone's got to lose. Jim Gagne. It's an easy easy one. Oh, okay, got it. So Jim Gagne and Mike Vallely, you lost label kills. Thank you so much for listening to this super long rant to open up season three of all my skate videos talking about label kills. Wow. What a treat. Um, we made it, we made it through this 48 minute long video and turned it into a almost two hour long conversation. I'm proud of us. Uh, Of course, to support the people film their parts for. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Mike, Mike V could have easily made two parts out of the time it took for us to uh, talk about one of his and then some. All right. If you want to support the podcast, which you should, because we're in our third season and we're doing this thing, we're going to be doing it for a bit. You can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and leave us a comment about who should get uh, axed from the hosting panel or who you want to hear from or what video you want to talk about leave us a comment on apple podcasts you could follow us on instagram at all my skate videos you could shoot us an email at all my skate video or sorry ams uh, shoot us an email at amsvpod at gmail.com you can find us on instagram again at all my skate videos thank you so much for listening and thank you for being with us in season three and keeping this going Uh, All my skate videos, don't throw them out. Thank you for listening.